Hi, and welcome back to the Only Cure to Borderline Personality Disorder podcast. I'm Shamala Del Rosario. I'm 53. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a wife, and I've lived with distorted perceptions for my entire life. I had been convinced that there was something fundamentally wrong with me and that I was unfixable. But around a year ago, I stumbled across Brian Barnett, and from that moment, my misperceptions began to unravel. So as I continued to do the inner work to root out the underlying subconscious distorted core belief that my feelings are irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth, and therefore so am I, I'll be using this podcast platform to share my insights and thoughts. So I strongly suggest that you do subscribe to thelastsymptom.com and the Last Symptom Podcasts. And before I'm accused of plagiarism, let me just explain that The Last Symptom is a free resource that I have had and continue to have the privilege of learning from. So I'll frequently reference Brian Barnett's work. Okay, so just to be clear, these are my personal experiences and insights of borderline personality disorder. I'm not qualified in any field of emotional or mental health So anybody that chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts, feelings and actions. I hope you're all well. Thanks ever so much for all of your comments and feedback. It means the world, it really does. Do you know, I cannot believe that I've had nearly 2,000 downloads. That's absolutely amazing. It's truly, truly humbling. And I'm so glad that my insights can actually resonate. And oh, before I forget, um, I did that TV interview via Zoom on Thursday and it's due to be broadcast tomorrow at 5.30 um, UK time um, and that's on Knots TV. I'm not sure whether or not it will be postponed, but what I'll do is I'll pop the link on Twitter once it's um, been broadcasted. So if anybody wants to watch, you can you can have a look then. I've not seen the the edited version myself either. And to be fair, I was a little bit nervous about the whole thing. But then I thought, well, I've already done it, so it is what it is. So really, I'll just have to wait and see. But most importantly, I hope that I can raise raise more awareness about borderline personality disorder. But anyway, I've actually, I had a message asking me to talk about um, setting boundaries. I haven't addressed um, anything like that before. And this is because I've never really formed um, firm boundaries. And I I mean that in relationships with family, friends, work. I've never really understood the true meaning of boundaries. In fact, I hadn't really thought about what a boundary was in terms of myself or other people. I assumed that I knew. How could I not know? I mean, every single person is an individual, a whole person. I know that. I mean, I'm not stupid. It's the most obvious thing in the world, isn't it? But I've actually been very ignorant um, to boundaries. Mine have been loose or, I don't know, blurred. Not understanding where mine end and somebody's, someone else's begins. I did have, um, I suppose, a sense of boundaries to an extent. Some very rigid, you know, more like walls of steel built around me. 
some with holes, depending, I suppose, on the circumstances or situation. And some very weak, depending on maybe the person as well as the circumstances and situation. But there definitely has followed a pattern, a pattern of broken and damaged and unhealthy relationships, a pattern of chaos, disharmony, disorder, borderline personality disorder, that distorted foundation perspective of life, the world, of our inherent natures and the inherent nature of our feelings, that unclear sense of who we are, difficulty defining the the differences between our feelings and somebody else's feelings, our problems and somebody else's problems, and blaming others for our problems and responsibilities. I've believed that others should, should read my mind and could read my mind, and I've believed that I knew what other people were thinking and feeling. I've invaded other boundaries and I've allowed others to invade my boundaries. I've been manipulated by others and I've also manipulated others and frequently if I'm honest. I've failed to be assertive enough to express my feelings due to my own vulnerability, the fear of rejection and possibly well, probably disapproval. I've chosen passive aggressive, yeah, passive aggressiveness instead or or super aggressive anger behaviours. I believed other people's thoughts, feelings and problems were my responsibility. Trespassing into other boundaries has been a way to assert my control of the situation, I suppose, but in effect, invalidating their feelings, thoughts and privacy. But at the same time, having an almost, an almost an excessive reliance on these relationships for, for that approval and sense of, sense of identity. I've supported addiction, poor mental health, immaturity, irresponsibility, irresponsibility and underachievement. I've been the, the rescuer, the supporter, the confidant. But for the most part, it's been one-sided. The other person's neediness actually satisfied my own strong need to feel needed. And I think that this enabling, yeah, enabling behaviour was my distorted way of mitigating fears of, of abandonment. But I also needed to feel competent. And I suppose my lack of self-worth was probably boosted by comparing myself to them, them as the weaker one and seeing my worth through through their perspective. And then when the relationship went south, it wouldn't be my fault, it couldn't be my fault, but it always went south 
because it leads to, you know, resentment, arguments and anger. You know, I do everything in the relationship, so it it's not because of me that we've got problems. I've also been excessively compliant, self-sacrificing, which then it did become controlling and manipulative. Did I focus on others? Well, yeah. And I denied my own feelings and needs in the process. Mostly I didn't know what I was thinking or feeling because I'd be so focused on what somebody else was feeling. I know now that this was, I don't know, denial of my own vulnerability and need for love and intimacy. I was excessively yielding to their needs to the point of losing touch with, with what I needed, wanted, liked or even preferred. I can understand now why this resulted in, you know, that frustration, stress and depression. But at that time, I needed to help and I'd feel rejected if my help wasn't needed. And it was normal for me to, you know, help and fix the person when that person didn't want or even ask for my advice. But I've been navigating life with those two distorted subconscious core beliefs, you know? Number one, my feelings are inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth. And number two, if my feelings are inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth, then I myself must be inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth. And because I myself subconsciously believed this, I'd been believing that my feelings of worth stemmed from being liked and receiving approval from others. I let other people's problems affect my peace of mind. And so I'd focus on solving their problems or relieving their pain. And that would increase my feelings of worth. I often manipulated others, you know, to do it my way, or I'd do it myself for others in my way. I didn't have any of my own hobbies and interests. I usually shared others' hobbies or interests. And the quality of my life was in relation to the quality, the quality of others' lives. Even the dreams that I could have for the future would be linked to other people. My husband and family's clothing, personal appearance and behaviours were dictated by my needs because I felt that they were a reflection of me. My fear of other people's feelings and possible rejections determined what I said or did. And I used giving as a way of feeling safe in the relationship. But I always felt uncomfortable actually receiving in any relationship. I felt clumsy when it came to communicating my thoughts, feelings and needs in an intimate relationship. I know now 
that this was because of the fear of shame of being exposed and judged, rejected or possibly left behind. Control helped me feel safe and secure, but it was an emotional shield. I opted for workaholism so that I didn't feel out of control. But obviously, I also felt the need to control everybody close to me because I needed other people to behave in a certain way to feel okay about myself. I often felt like I overgave and was underappreciated. Obviously, resentments um, built up and I can see that I did often manipulate you know, being bossy and telling others what they should or shouldn't do. Lots of self-pity and guilting and even shaming. Withdrawing my love, care and support and festering with my own feelings of, of injustice. I obsessed, you know, spending my time thinking about other people or other relationships, often drifting into fantasy about how I'd like things to be, just to avoid the present reality. This could either lead to feelings of anger and resentment, depression, hopelessness and despair, or feelings of numbness, of being not good enough, or comparing myself to others. I had thought that my disguise of thinking highly of myself had worked. You know, that it covered the actual feelings of being unlovable or inadequate. But since doing the inner work and unravelling my behaviours, I'm seeing just how distorted my perceptions were. I'm aware of these traits now. And that's the most important step in dealing with them. I mean, with awareness comes that opportunity for change. It's connected to our insight. It must be. I'm developing a healthier sense of who I am, of myself. And I know that the way I view boundaries will definitely contribute to my growth and my sense of self. You know, for me to develop and understand how I want to be treated by others and to respect personal territories and boundaries without trespassing. To develop more self-awareness and to see my role in the relationship dysfunction. You know, rather than trying to convince myself that the problem lies with the other person or that the problem is situational. Yeah, you know, it, it's got to be insight and growth because, because I've reached the stage where I can't, I can't tolerate other people's invasion anymore and I don't want to trespass or control anymore either. So the goal, the goal is definitely to have healthy boundaries and it's, <laughs> it's important for me to say it out loud, to say it here, that it's my responsibility to develop my healthy boundaries and also to develop an appropriate sense of roles 
among family members and others, to respect others, to take responsibility for myself and to know my rights, responsibilities and authorities over my own thoughts, feelings and actions. I mean, I know, I know that setting boundaries doesn't mean that I can tell others what they can or, or what they can't do. That, that's control. <laughs> that's something I'm trying to escape whilst preventing shame from, from restricting my thinking. Misperceptions about boundaries are fixable. Denial isn't. Well, uh, that's it for me um, for today. As always, thank you very much for listening. Um, I, I do hope that you continue to like, comment, share and subs subscribe. Um, it means a lot when you do it, it really, really does. And so I um, hope you all have a great week ahead and hopefully speak again soon. So take care then. Bye-bye.